former BYU assistant. He was also an analyst for us during the playoffs here on the Zone Radio Network and uh, uh, lead singer of the Party Hounds. He is Tim Lacombe. What's up, Timmy? Tim did a nice job, too, as an analyst. Tim, how you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? It's good to be with you. Uh, I'll take the Bowl Jack special with a side of fries and uh, large Diet Coke. <laughs> You know what? Sounds I'll throw in that me. large. I'll biggie. I'll biggie size that, Tim. I'll biggie size I'm with that. You. All awesome. right. Thank you. No charge. Hey, Tim. Thanks so much for <laughs> jumping on with us today. We really appreciate it. Yoli Childs returns to BYU. Just a, how big of a deal is that for the new staff down there? Oh man, it's it's massive. You know, I uh, I've, I've kind of stayed in touch with uh, with those guys as they've made as the transition's been going on a little bit and. One of the first nights um, that I was out of there, actually, they were meeting and went in and talked to him and uh, said, hey, now, you know, your best recruit, you got to stay on this kid. And they did. They did an awesome job, I think, of just taking little bites um, as the process went for Yo. And honestly, I couldn't be more excited for for them, for BYU, for Yoli. I, I just think it's the right thing. Um makes the most sense and uh it will certainly uh jump start you know their first year for sure to have him back hey tim aren't you excited though with when a player dips his toe into maybe the nba and those that are around him will actually give them the true speak of yay or nay your abilities are ready they are not go back get a year because i think there's so much pressure as an 18 and a 19 year old to do the one and done deal and then you just kind of float around and never develop to the level that you may uh, get to and you know what i know there's very few four-year players that 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 make it in the league uh sometimes at wesley matthews per se the jazz find as as a gem and then he jumps and has had a heck of a career but you have to appreciate i think and it's hard to find but honesty in this league to tell a young man yeah you're ready no you're not but you know a year a year from now you you may be yeah i think i think it's uh, i think it's really really well spoken i think that um and particularly you know his uh his mom being alongside him through this whole thing uh, i know you know he's had trusted people that have worked with him since he's been a kid in club and you know, I, I think that's what the rule's for, right? To be able to go out and get a real assessment. And I think when Yoli got out there and got a feel for things, you know, as good a player as he is and as great a career to this point as he's had, you know, his ultimate goal is to play in the NBA. And I don't, you know, that just doesn't exist at this point. And really, his his options are to go play overseas for you know, a good amount of money or to put everything back in for one more run. It's, you know, he's got the, he's got the year. He's got a great group around him. He's got a, a, a solid uh, staff, particularly with NBA experience. Um, and I think it's just great. I think that honesty and he, the kids just being patient enough, right? Not to, we live in such a society where everything's instantaneous, and for Yo to, to see that, the maturity of him uh, is just awesome. Tim, I thought Yoli really took a, a big step forward in his game last year and obviously has a little more to go to be that NBA player. What position do you see him at at the next level, and what does he need to add to his game to get there? I think, you know, my, my feeling, and I, I had the, the pleasure and great honor to recruit him, um, 
and watched him so much from the time he was a ninth grader all the way through. Um, and I've always kind of told Joe, I think your spot, you know, you're, you're a guy, he just has an uncanny ability to score. Um, and he's moved, you know, he's moved his range back and he, he shot the three, um, you know, way more than he shot a year ago or two years ago. But I feel like his, his kind of the, the guys he reminds me of are maybe like a Paul Millsap, um, maybe a Draymond Green. And I think the, the thing that he'll probably focus on more than anything is, is dealing with the ball in his hands more, you know, off the bounce and be a little more of a creator that way. Um, and then just step up his effort defensively and rebounding. Um, you know, there's, there's one thing I know about coaching, you know, Coach Majerus used to tell a story back when I was at Utah about Al McGuire. Al McGuire would go into, you know, watch kids play, and he'd walk up to a kid and say, you want to make a million dollars? And that kid would say, well, sure. He says, well, all right, come to Marquette. I'll teach you how to make a million dollars. Um, so the kid would get there. He's like, all right, Coach, how am I supposed to make a million bucks? He's like, well, we're never going to throw you the ball. Um, you know, we're never going to run a play for you. But you will get every single rebound that's available, and that will translate into you making a million bucks. Um, and I think that that's something that when Yo's mind is is focused on rebounding and defending, he's just that much better all the way around. And I think that that will be the, you know, the step that he can look to take this year. Hey Tim, uh, switch you to the NBA. I know you'll be watching uh, Game One tonight. Uh, how do you size this one up? We talked earlier. Uh, just about home court advantage for Toronto. People forget the Raptors um, had the best record, uh, and they're going to start the first two at home against the, the defending champs. A lot of storylines in this series with who stays and who goes. Uh, how do you think this one works out? I think it's exciting. I think, you know, for, for a basketball person like we all are, uh, just the way the playoffs have gone, just kind of the the pace of it, um, and the way Golden State has kind of rediscovered this form of, you know, when they made their run, but the way they're playing is just so fun to watch. Uh, and then you've got Toronto, who's basically being drugged around by Kawhi, who's just done unbelievable things, you know. And I've talked about this tons on the air, about coaching against him as a freshman was just gap him. You know, cap him, let him shoot it, and then block his butt out because he's going to rebound like no other. Uh, and what he's actually developed into and become is just is awesome. Um, I think that the Warriors win this series, um, and I think that that they'll win it in five would be my guess. Um, I wouldn't be surprised even even if the Warriors dumped one of these first two and then won uh, the others. But I I think it will be an entertaining series. It'll be fun to watch. But I just think the Warriors have too much experience. Uh, the way Curry's playing right now and Thompson, and I love Green. Like, Durant going down just kind of created this this old Draymond in, in, in terms of his effort and intensity. And even the fact that he's kind of kept his head, you know, he hasn't gotten those technical fouls. He's, he's kind of kept his head. Certainly got a lot to say, but he's kept his head to the point of technicals. Um, I think it's the Warriors in five. And, Tenny, you brought up Kevin Durant, which is going to be a hot topic. Um, let me ask you this. If you had to consult him, and he's basically going to leave, I mean, that's pretty much the 95% uh, 
comment around the league that he's out. Would he even play in this series? Would he even chance coming back uh, and playing and maybe aggravating that injury again? Or we, Willie, or do you think we've seen the last of KD with Golden State? My guess is we've seen the last of him. I know he made the trip. I know they've talked about that. Um, but I, I don't think it this certainly can't do anything to hurt his market value. I mean, he's, everybody knows what he is, so it's not that. But I think, I think there is just some, you know, there's some tenderness around the issue that they've played really, really well without him. Um, what are they, thirty something and one without him? Well, you mentioned um, too. Draymond seems to be happier. In the, yeah, he's a different guy. <laughs> a different player. No yeah, doubt. no doubt. And, and I think that, uh, I think that that in and of itself is enough of a storyline. I mean, I, I, I've never been around Kevin Durant. I don't know him or, uh, you know, but certainly watched his career through the through years. And I think he's, he's a guy who takes a lot of that stuff personally. Um, and I just don't know. I, I'd be, I would be surprised if we see Durant in the finals. Tim, you are the best. Thanks so much for the insight and thanks for checking in. You're the man. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tim. That's Tim Lacombe, uh, former BYU assistant coach and uh, an analyst with us here on The Zone, giving us a little insight into the finals and into uh, Yoli Childs coming back. You know, that's a really dynamic uh, kind of uh, bold statement by Tim. Interesting. Don't you agree? Yeah. That we've seen the last of Kevin Durant uh, with the Warriors. Uh, it makes sense to me yeah. because he has nothing to prove. The market value stays the same, and I would think his people would say let's not risk it and if they do win another ring goes on his hand anyway so why what's the point what do you have to prove yeah unless you want to do it yourself to show Draymond I'm still part of this team and I'm still Kevin Durant but then again how much is that worth to risk that dynamic is fascinating. Austin brought it up uh, a little bit earlier on in the show. Are, are the Warriors more motivated without him? Is I think he they motivated are. to stay out. Is, is the big happy family that they try and portray? Is that the case? Well, what they say, I think there's a there's a feeling that they are the team prior to Durant, and look what we've done without you, pal. Yeah. We did it before, and we're doing it again. So that has to play in Durant's head, in my opinion. Well, more straight ahead. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.